Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on Shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am Ben Kissel, and I'm staring at the eyes of Marcus Parks. That's me. Those are my eyes, Ben. Scary eyes, Marcus. (laughs) Good Lord Almighty. All right, another unbelievably fun week in American <laughs> politics. It's not trashy. It's not the Jerry Springer show on an international <laughs> level. No, it's nothing but class and great things happening. We're going to get into net neutrality. Obviously, Marcus and I are both massive proponents of net neutrality. Believe it or not, Alex Jones got this one wrong again. Again, he's a statist. Total statist establishment guy. Can't get enough of uh, the president and sucking that presidential power. All right, so let's see here. Net neutrality, we'll get into that in a second. Roy Moore out of Alabama, of course, that Senate race, he's going against Doug Jones. Donald Trump has just endorsed him, basically. Of course, I'm saying he endorsed Roy Moore, along with Kellyanne Conway. They just listed off a bullet point, a bunch of bullet points uh, directed at the Democrats, saying that Doug Jones is a borderline socialist. Doug Jones is soft on crime. This dude's a former prosecutor. It is (laughs) nonsense. He put away the dudes uh, responsible for for the Alabama church bombing. The guy, I've never met a prosecutor soft on crime. No. It doesn't make, by definition of the job, (laughs) he is hard on crime and hard on criminals. Uh, You know, unfortunately, as we uh, talked on the last episode, uh, I think Roy Moore uh, will win that race December 12th. But of course, if you're there, get out there and vote. Um, Vote your conscience and, uh, you know, maybe don't vote for a pedophile. Please don't. Um, That's all we can say about that. But as as that story unfolds, Beverly Young Nelson, she was one of the gals that came forward. Not the 14-year-old. The 14-year-old is Leah Korfman. I highly recommend everyone go listen to her audio, listen to her interview. A lot of people say, why did she come out now 40 years later? She was saying in the interview that she's been talking about this for decades and just no one paid attention. Yeah. Uh, so she has said that I have been talking about this with my family ever since it happened for the most part. And the fact is it's just finally getting some attention. This idea that I'm just beginning now uh, to share my story is a false narrative uh, that's being put forward again, 14 years old. Um, You know, even so basically we are living in a time where an accused pedophile 
by because we are so politically entren- uh, entrenched is still better than a Democrat in the minds of some Republicans and uh, perhaps vice versa as well. Who knows? People are so crazy now uh, when it comes to hyperpartisanship that they're willing to uh, overlook uh, huge character flaws, such as things that should have Roy Moore behind bars pedophilia. Yes. All right. So we'll keep on following that race. But uh, the Beverly Young Nelson thing. Uh, she obviously she was the one who went out with Gloria Allred. Uh, they had the the yearbook, that photo or the 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 signature in the yearbook. It hasn't uh, been officially debunked, but they refused to give the yearbook to the handwriting specialist from Roy Moore. There are some discrepancies in there. For example, he signs it Roy Moore DA. He wasn't the DA yet at the time. He was the ADA. So if that. Uh, comes out to be a, a, a false piece of evidence. Uh, you know, it's all it's going to take for a lot of people to discredit the other eight women. Um, and uh, it just is what it is when it comes to Roy Moore, Alabama, and the Republican Party, as Jeff Flakes just said, of course, the senator of Arizona who won't be running for re-election. He says if the Republican Party wants to be the party of Trump and Moore, he said, quote, they're toast. But who knows? This would be seven, This would be the seventh straight victory for Steve Bannon and, uh, and Breitbart. Well, if uh, the yearbook is a fake, I mean, what, what Gloria Hour did is she pulled a Bigfoot. Uh, this is something that we talk about this a lot. Bigfoot people, Bigfoot uh, scientists, Bigfoot like cryptozoologists. You did not use air quotes when you said scientist. <laughs> I think you're listening to too much of our own show last podcast on the left. Well, cryptozoologists and there, people there that are is. really into Bigfoot stuff, what they'll do sometimes is uh, they'll fake evidence because sure. it's true. Like they believe that it's true. They believe, you know, that we need to have this shit out there. So they fake evidence to make people believe. But in this yeah. case, you don't need to fake evidence to make yeah. people believe. It's already true. And when the evidence comes out as fake... Uh, then it just hurts everybody who is actually, and maybe this. Yeah. What, what was her name again? Beverly. Beverly. Maybe she is telling the truth. She doesn't need to fake evidence to back it up. Just well, these women's testimonies enough. Yep. Uh, of course, a lot of people get caught in the uh, well. The means justifies the ends, but uh, honesty is always the best policy. I've read every single poster in my dentist office growing up, <laughs> and I know for a fact to hang in there. Uh huh. Uh, and I know for a fact honesty is the best policy. Yeah. So. That's where that is. Roy Moore, again, basically endorsed on the uh, White House lawn by Donald Trump. Just they didn't come out. Donald Trump said, well, he denies it. He denies it. Uh, Let me just say he's denied it. Mm -hmm. So that's enough for Donald Trump. Of course, Trump has 16 accusers himself. So continuing on with uh, the sexual harassment news of the week, uh, which has to be a whole new television show, (laughs) won't be won't be hosted by Charlie Rose. Unfortunately, Uh. that one. that one really cuts me deep, brother, because I loved Charlie Rose yeah. uh, and just the best interviewer of all time. Evidently, this was a systemic issue going on at PBS with Charlie Rose. Eight women have come forward, interns at the time. PBS and CBS have both fired him. Uh, I just, I, I guess it was an open secret, which if just make it not an open secret so <laughs> well, I don't have to watch the guy for 30 years. That's where we are now. I mean, it's no, these things, open secrets aren't yeah. going to exist anymore. It's so. open. So Charlie Rose uh, let go of CBS uh, from CBS and PBS. Who would have thought? P- the the uh, the holes of PBS, a real frat house, huh? <laughs> who who would have saw that coming? Maybe the government would be happier funding it uh, if they knew what a good time everyone was happening. 
Uh, and what a good time everyone was having for crying out loud. Anyway, so uh, there's also a representative out of Michigan, John Conyers. Uh, he's a Democrat. He spent $27,000 in 2015 of taxpayer dollars for hush money. Uh, evidently, it doesn't come from this slush fund that uh, that Congress has, which can be used to dole out payments of whether, whether it be sexual harassment, whatever it might be. This slush fund, again, our money, 17 million bucks of it has been spent to cover the asses of these politicians who go to Washington and forget all about us. Yeah. 27,000 bucks of our taxpayer money went uh, to, to settle this case in 2015. Uh, there was a non-disclosure agreement, um, and it just comes out now. Uh, with, with the, so that's John Conyers. I think the dude is like 88 years old. Just get out of there. Everyone who is like, just go. You're like so old. Obviously, uh, social norms and sexual norms have, have changed and uh, – and passed you by, and uh, maybe it's just time for you to get the heck out of there. Time to go. And, of course, the uh, the Franken story continues. There was He was on the cover of the Daily News or maybe the New York Post um, with this uh, Gloria. Uh, he and um, um, uh, Huffington, uh, Ariana, Ariana Huffington. Huffington, they did a photo shoot that was body in the year 2000, but it was all consensual. And, yeah, you know, he's, like, grabbing butts and stuff. But it was like she was like, this was fine. This was like a friendly, funny Photo shoot. I'm go ahead and guess that was the New York Post. That was probably the Post. <laughs> um, but that continues. Some people want uh, Franken to resign. Um, I don't. It's just one of those things where my hands. I'm the emoji. I'm like that emoji <laughs> where it's like I don't know. <laughs> I want to be careful though. When I talked about this on Fox News Radio, Harvey Weinstein uh, should not be lumped in the same group, or Al Franken rather should not be lumped into the same uh, sentence as Harvey Weinstein. No. Harvey Weinstein ran a systemic. Uh, rape factory where he hunted down the women that accused him. It was an industry yeah. of, of rape uh, and uh, and then um, He had employees vengeance. dedicated to this. Totally, like full-time jobs. Yeah. Well, as we talked about with uh, when Travis was on the last show, uh, what Bo Deedle did here in New York City. So that's where we're at in, uh, with the uh, sexual harassment firestorm happening in, uh, in Congress. We still don't know who these mystery two are that this woman um, brought up during the Jeff Sessions hearing. And again, you know, name names or, or don't, uh, but just we have to get, we want to get actual like answers and stuff. And now everything is being so politicized that uh, the truth is always more difficult to find. Mm-hmm. seems more difficult to find than ever before. But anyway, uh, so that is what's happening there in the sexual harassment scandals on Capitol Hill. Uh, and of course, in, uh, in, in through media as well, Thrush, uh, the New York Times, a reporter as well, he's out uh, for evidently sexually harassing women in the workplace. These all seem to be workplace uh, situations. I mean, it is definitely uh, uncovering. It's interesting. I mean, we're, I guess we've never really been in a workplace. I, w- I produced at Fox News uh, for a year and then I was a dog nanny and there was no sexual harassment there. I'll tell you that much. My Pomeranians were safe. My Chihuahuas were safe. My Russell Terrier uh, was safe. I've been in a workplace or two, you know, like here and there. But, I mean, it, it's, you know, how are these men raised? I don't know. You know, it's it just, it really, do, it, it makes it, because, you know, I know, I mean, not to get too fucking, you know, texting with it, but my mother raised me to respect women, no matter where you are, no matter what job. you're doing. You're not at Studio 54. <laughs> I mean, you're at work. I just don't. Yeah, not just, I mean. It, I don't get it. It, but. it just, no matter what, and in, in, in any, it, anyway. it, it boggles my fucking mind. Maybe it is a generational thing. Maybe it is the Well, older- evidently there was a generation of men who were just like, you go to a hotel room, take a shower. <laughs> like immediately just, ta- I don't know what, what the heck is happening. It, it, just, anyway. it really does. It just all this stuff just boggles my mind yeah. that any of these men thought that any of this shit was appropriate or 
okay. This towel thing is just like the most common. I, maybe there was like a, this is like a James Bond movie <laughs> where like this happened and every guy was just like, we have to do exactly what Roger Moore does in James Bond. I mean, I, anyway, so uh, we'll see what happens with the, the, the most egregious thing. Uh, in my personal opinion, is this slush fund that we're finding out about. A lot of people in Congress didn't even know about it. Yeah. It's like taxpayer dollars should not be going to finance people's sexual harassment claims. That's just not why we, that's not why we send you to Washington. Mr. Smith did not go to Washington <laughs> uh, to grope a bunch of people and have the American people pay for his uh, charges. You know? Absolutely not. So anyway, so that's where we're at with that. And uh, there's real, I don't really know what el- other news there is other than Alabama. <laughs> you have a choice to make. December 12th, they will. And uh, the Republican Party is going to have to live with that for quite a while uh and again it would be uh, steve bannon's well no th- this would be his this would be a continuation of steve bannon's sixth victory of course roy moore when he won the primary in alabama but that just shows you how entrenched these people are man uh democrats republicans uh one party rule is just so awful and it leads k ivy the governor of alabama has said in the strangest uh, Neo from the Matrix-like uh, bending of the mind that she believes the women in the Roy Moore case, but she's going to vote for him anyway, Fuck. which makes it even worse. I don't even or is it, I don't even know what that means. Um, but she says because he's a Republican, so they don't yeah. care. No, it's much worse. They don't care that he's, you no, know. That's much worse. That they have uh, officially outed themselves as uh, a party that does not give a shit right. what people do. They're not, they have outed themselves as uh, an amoral party. And that is one of the greatest ironies of all time because that was the platform for the longest time was that the Democrats are amoral immoral look at the clintons all this kind of stuff and now the republican party is taking it one step further uh what's worse than Lewinsky being 21 knock off seven years <laughs> make it a 14 year old and boom and i didn't mention this on the last episode um but i will also with Roy moore there's nothing libertarian about him the guy's a theocrat he wants he wants a uh, theocracy in this country yeah, the Constitution comes second to the Ten Commandments. There's nothing libertarian about this guy. And the fact that Rand Paul hasn't stood up and denounced him is pathetic. And Rand Paul, he is, you know, he's in, he's in my, uh, he's, I, I'll never respect the guy again, in no, other words. Of course it's, not. Uh, it's all It's all done. Uh, but if you want to look at what systemic sexual uh, misconduct in the workplace looks like, g- look at the careers of Huma Abedin and Monica Lewinsky. They're both the same intern class. And yeah, they both came in at the same time. And Huma went to work with Hillary Clinton. Monica went to work with Bill Clinton. Monica Lewinsky is involved in a sex scandal involving cigars. Her career is ruined until recent, and it's still, I mean, this this is dogging her forever. She's Monica Lewinsky She's Monica forever. Lewinsky. She's, She's a euphemism books. for a blowjob, getting yeah. a, a Lewinsky or whatever. And look at the difference between Monica, and, and I love Monica, and I think she's doing the best she can, and, and um, you know, um, good, good honor. A much different life than Huma Abedin, who ended up getting taken out by another guy who she married, Anthony Weiner. Anthony's Weiner uh, ended up getting hurt in quite a bit of trouble. But look at the difference in careers. One was laughed out of the building until very recent, where she's uh, starting to get a little bit more clout and success with her books and things. Uh, and Huma Abedin was almost in the White House. One went to work with a strong female. One went to work with a strong male. One person was uh, u- uh, used in a sexual way. The other one was a dang near the most powerful person uh, other than the president in the White House. Yeah. So that shows you what does systemic uh, sexual misconduct in the workplace look like? Two different careers could have got if Huma would have worked with uh, um, with uh, under Bill and uh, and Monica with with Hillary. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe their entire lives would be flipped. 
So if you want an example of what it actually, how does it manifest itself in reality? Look no further than the life between Monica and Huma, uh, who I saw on the street the other day, by the way. Oh. Yes, she's very, very wonderful. Um, anyway, so that is uh, a conversation. I guess it's good that we're having uh, as a society. And hopefully, again, we can actually get some um, positive solutions and uh, some actual, uh, you know, really proactive policies. Enforce rape laws. That is, uh, that is one of them. Test these freaking rape kits. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that they, they go through all the steps and do everything right, and then they just let them sit on a shelf like a bunch of Velveeta cheese. <laughs> mm. Why did you choose Velveeta? Because I've been thinking about the Velveteen dream. <laughs> I was watching uh, TN, uh, what was it, uh, TNA? TNX. Mm-hmm. TNX, yeah. TNX. Uh, War Games. Velveteen dream. Interesting character. All right. Openly gay. Yeah. Good mm. Very fun. All right, wild guy. Um, all right, let's move on here. Let's talk about, well, speaking of uh, WWE Network, Netflix, Hulu, 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 all of these things might uh, be changed forever if they do decide, if the FCC does uh, change net neutrality and go against the Obama-era uh, legislation pro-net neutrality Alex Jones has come out because it's an Obama legislation. They're against it. It's all nonsense. Net neutrality is a must, Marcus. I know you have a lot more to say about this. Uh, So tell the people how our lives, let's just keep it local here. How would this podcast change? How would the LPN network be affected? And how would our listeners be affected if they do uh, go with or do away with net neutrality? Well, first of all, it's not just us. It's you know, I know a lot of our listeners listen to it, a ton of different podcasts. Uh, but here's how it uh, affects us specifically. LPN is an independent network. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are we are a small business. We work out of a windowless room in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not. Earwolf. We are not NPR. We do not have, we're not a multi-million dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what would happen first from our perspective is uh, one, we would have to pay for fast lane internet access. Okay. Uh, we would have to pay more to each ISP. If they were to put these rules into place, we would have to pay more for better internet access. Uh, essentially, we would be throttled. We would be put in the slow lane unless mm-hmm. we pay the fees. Those big guys, they can pay those fees. They can pay right. that extra shit. It's not It's nothing to them. It is absolutely nothing to them. And we have no idea what those fees would be. To us, Mm -hmm. it will be something. Right. So so it will be harder to access our podcast. Okay. On the consumer side, uh, internet access providers at ISPs, they can, they're essentially going to turn it into cable. You will get packages. You will mm-hmm. have your Google package. You will have your Netflix package. You will have your Hulu package. You mm-hmm. will have your Amazon package. Mm-hmm. You will have to pay for each individual thing. You will have to pay a lot more for streaming, meaning you will have to pay to stream your podcasts. Uh, so and it's-, it's not just podcasts. You would have to pay for Netflix. You'd have to pay for absolutely anything. And the reason why, you know, a lot of people say like, you know, the internet was fine before 2000 Yes, it was. But the reason why net neutrality was put into place was because they tried to do this. They already tried to do this. Specifically, Comcast tried to do this. Mm -hmm. They tried to create internet fast lanes and internet slow lanes, but they were able to put in rules, they were able to put in laws Mm -hmm. uh, for the FCC to prevent that from happening. That's the reason why it's in place is because they tried, they already tried to make this happen, and if net neutrality ends, they will make it happen. And we're seeing these powers come 
together the AT&T Time Warner merger. I mean, really, they're beginning to consolidate power under one tent, one umbrella company. And I guess, Marcus, you have personal experience with this regarding radio. Look what's happened with radio, right, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Clear Channel wiping radio off the map. The Telecommunications Act of 1996 made it possible for more for one company to own more than one radio station in one town. And mm. you know what they said it was going to do? What's they said that? it was going to increase competition. Right. They said it was going to make a better free market, that the cream would rise to the top. Right. You know what ended up happening? Do you know why you turn on the radio and it's the same goddamn thing in every channel? Do you know why radio DJs don't exist anymore? Because mm. Clear Channel, who changed their name to the friendly cuddly iHeart Radio. I, I had no idea by the way for the longest time. Yes. iHeart Radio is Clear Channel. They are yeah. Clear Channel. What Clear Channel did is they went in to every single town in America, every single mm-hmm. market that had more than a few radio stations. They bought up every single one and they put all of their they used the system called Profit that mm. I've used in college. They use this system called Profit where they can essentially make a playlist and they play it in every single Ugh. radio station. What you hear in Miami is the same thing we hear in New York is the same thing they right. hear in Chicago is the same thing they hear in Milwaukee. So you you miss out on those really great there was an old radio station it was 105.1 in the Stevens Point Wisconsin local very local very local nothing but old country music and yeah. it was just incredible. Yeah. So you miss out on all of that great stuff all those great experiences and if without the internet where then where do people go? Well, that's the thing is that, you know, because of the Telecommunications Act in 1996, I went to college for radio. When I came out of college, there were no jobs. Good luck. There yeah. were absolutely no jobs whatsoever. So what we did is we innovated. We went right. to the Internet. We went to the free. We went to the place where we could do that. The place without regulations. The place where there was no gatekeeping. Right. So we were able to do this. We were able to create Cave Comedy Radio, which became Last Podcast Network. We were able to create Last Podcast on the Left. We were able to create all of these shows because there was no gatekeeping. What they want to do mm-hmm. is introduce gatekeeping. They want to take more freedoms away from us mm-hmm. under the guise of the quote unquote free, free market. market. And that is what they have done again and again. Again and again right. and again, and they will keep taking it away as much as they can well, if you let them. I suppose so. Obviously, that brings us down the path of uh, of an oligarchy. Obviously, uh, we might already be there. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, it's very almost Kremlin esque in a strange way. Although, um, when when it comes to the the the, the mix of government and business. Uh, you know, I understand the idea of limited government, but also businesses uh, cannot just be running the entire show because they don't have our best interest in mind whatsoever. No, they have the and stockholders' this, best interest in right. mind. And so it would sort of, uh, if, if we learn nothing from RoboCop, <laughs> we learned that. Oh, uh, actually, yeah. RoboCop is a wonderful movie. It actually, RoboCop is incredible. There are actual lessons to be learned in RoboCop. Yes. And so this is late, uh, late phase capitalism, right? Where they're finding ways capitalism is, uh, there are so many great things about capitalism. I mean, I think it's the best economic uh, device that there is. I mean, there's a reason China uses it. Capitalism really knows no political affiliation. You can be a communist, capitalist country. It's just the idea, again, of uh, of open and free markets. Uh, but uh, but there are strange consequences. Capitalism uh, needs very strict boundaries. It, like anything else, there has to be balance. Yeah, there has to be balance. Right. You know, if you want to look at how the free market has worked out, complete and total unregulated, unregulated free market, if you want to see how that works out, look no further than our health care system. But and that is one of the issues now uh, with the with the ACA. A lot of the market was completely dried up, and people just don't have access to any health care whatsoever. So there has to be a fine balance. Why middle ground exactly? 
There's well, absolute, of course, with the ACA, it's got to be retooled from the inside of it. It can, it can be worked out from inside uh, that still facilitates the most possible uh, amount of competition between uh, providers uh, without completely alienating people and forcing them to go with one as opposed to, like, nothing. Well, the competition argument also doesn't work uh, as far as ISP goes uh, because here, I don't know, I mean, and I know both here and in a lot of places around uh, the country, uh, they say, like, well, you know, they're not going to throttle Netflix because that's going to be a killer. That's going to just make people jump to a different ISP. Uh, I know when uh, mm. in a lot of parts of Brooklyn, you have one choice for your internet. Provider. Oh, absolutely. You have one choice, and that's yes, it. Yes. You know, of and course. like there's one company that has a stranglehold Monopoly. over different yeah. parts of Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan. You have one choice. And a lot of other places mm. around America, you have one choice for your cable provider, and fuck you if yep. you don't like it. Absolutely. That's, that's how it is. Competition will not play into it in any way. Well, there's no whatsoever. competition. There's no competition. Yes, of there's no competition not. to right. be had. The free market does not apply here. You know, and uh, one of the unintended consequences is the divisions that we're seeing in this country have been monetized. I equated it to a dartboard on Saturday night when we were very intoxicated. It was actually pretty uh, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But really what happens now is these companies are just going for triple 20s. Yeah. Uh, you know, they miss every now and again. That's okay because they want that 60 at the end of the day. And there is no need for them to, to uh, diversify. That is why we're seeing so many monetized divisions in this country. Yeah. And that is why everyone is just getting so much more more entrenched in their political views and their social views. Uh, they're being directly marketed to, which I think is extremely negative because the unintended consequence is just the, it's just the shrinking of the mind. Yeah. It really is just the shrinking of understanding another person's ideals. And that's what we're finding now with this sort of later phase of capitalism. One of the negative uh, side effects that we have to figure out how to balance is getting, we talk about the bubble and people being isolated, but it is being fueled by the economy and by the capitalist system that we have right now. And uh, the only way to break out of it, I suppose, uh, is for consumers to, you know, let the people know what they actually, you know, let them. It's, it's very difficult because how do you tell a company that you want something that you don't know you want yet? Yeah. How do you tell someone, you know, so that's why it's like my my uh, Instagram feed is probably much different than your Instagram feed. Mine has a lot of pro wrestling T-shirts marketed <laughs> towards me. And I'm assuming you get like, you know dirt <laughs> i don't know but that is but that's a negative thing and so these divisions are really being monetized by these huge uh, huge corporations and if you're able to get 100 percent of a two percent market you're huge you're fine you're doing great forever yeah. um that's what's happening we're not going to be able to you know show uh, our preference with our wallets here because there's not going to be any competition because right. you can't go without the internet in this day and age absolutely you not just, you just can't do it, it no. it's it is impossible the internet is a part of yeah. our daily lives the I, internet I, is a utility which know, is how it's yeah. a which is how it is classified right now the internet is a hundred percent a utility at this point i believe the access to health care is a human right and i think we have to get down to the point where we just believe that access to the internet is also a human right because if you don't have it you are at such a disadvantage Oh, you're Can you out. imagine going into a workplace without having the ability to navigate online or not just having the information uh, that you can get, uh, you know, with a everyone can be as smart as Lawrence Lessig <laughs> by just tapping in Lawrence Lessig essay on whatever you want him to be talking about. And you can read it and then you can understand, uh, you know, the whole world or his entire worldview. Lawrence Lessig, by the way, a Harvard professor. I mentioned his name in Omaha 
No one knew who he was. <laughs> Not even. And I got nerd alerted. Three people knew who he was, and they, even they were like, yeah, I, I know who he is. Yeah, I was <laughs> nerd alerted. I'm the nerd alert. I've been nerd alerted three times the past two weeks. Well, as far as, you know, trying to be... Uh, yeah, as far as trying to be a completely disconnected from the internet, even at the lowest skill level you of can. jobs, like say if you're, say you're just a waitress or a waiter at a restaurant. Great job, sure. Know, yeah, it's just, I mean, and that that is like just a, a, a regular job. Your schedule is emailed. Your schedule totally. is posted on the internet. You, you don't have the internet. You don't see your schedule. Absolute. Kids in kindergarten, starting in kindergarten, preschool, their their assignments are done online. Everything is online. Everything's this online. This is no longer some luxury. Uh, this isn't some, this is not for the rich. Yeah. This is literally every single human being uh, has to be connected if they want to be part of society to the internet. Yeah, so. it's not that you're not going to die if you don't have an, yeah. if you don't have internet, but you're probably not going to have a job. It's just a massive obvious power grab and the people that are supposed to be defending us, Alex Jones, <laughs> are not. He's failed miserably. The tip miserably. of the spear is getting dulled, my friend. Uh yeah, it's way dull. It's a prop at this point. <laughs> It is absolutely a prop. Um, let's read this article. Uh, we had an email, rather. Uh, this is regarding uh, the tax plan, by the way, that passed the House. It's the Republican tax plan. Uh, it's going to add $1.7 bucks to the deficit. It's going to be a tax break of $1.4 bucks to the wealthy, who many wealthy people say we don't need it, but it is what it is. This is just Nothing but uh, ragonomics regurgitated in a slightly dumber form. Yeah. And the Republican Party uh, not living up to their populist message once again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this was uh, something that uh, one of our uh, fans out in Omaha I talked to him after the show, a guy named Derek. Uh, he asked us to uh, to talk about this. Oh, right. Uh, and this is, a, and, you know, after hearing about this, this is a. Uh, a uh, huge unintended or a, a under the radar consequence of this new tax bill right. uh, and how it's going to completely and totally fuck over students out there in America once again, specifically graduate students. All right. So he just says, uh, per our conversation last night, I would owe my life to you if you could mention the topic on uh, on the impact of the House tax bill on Abelgan's top hat. He owes us his life. <laughs> Very good, Derek. Uh, so he's like, yeah, I know the topic has reached the front page of Reddit. I mean, that's the thing. Young people care about taxes. Yeah. Very you know, you, much so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're the ones uh, immediately benefited or, or uh, not hurt. benefited. Hurt. Exactly. Uh, so do you want to read his uh, for sure. the background information? For background information, I come from a family who earns less than $50,000 a year. Due to health crises within the past five years with my mother and brother, my parents had to take a second mortgage out to pay for medical expenses. During the mm. four years of my undergraduate career, I worked 40 hours a week to pay for everyday expenses while going to school on scholarship. I maintained a high enough level GPA to be able to be accepted in the University of Nebraska-Lincoln's political science PhD program while serving as a grad assistant. He does put in parentheses nerd alerts, so... <laughs> We've got a nerd alert. We've got a nerd alert. Under my graduate assistantship, my tuition is paid for, and I also receive a stipend of $15,000 a year to teach undergraduate courses and pursue my own research, which often leads to 50-plus hours of work on top of studying for graduate classes. Under that stipend, I pay for books, lab fees, groceries, rent bills, etc. Mm. It is paltry, but I can live on it while maintaining a frugal lifestyle. If the house tax bill passes, I can no longer count my waived tuition as taxable income. Hmm. From my calculations, that would nearly double my taxable income, reducing my disposable income to $3,000 a year. After mm. subtracting annual rent, my annual income will be 
hundred dollars. And this is a guy who did everything right. Did everything right. He. This is a guy who was pulling himself up by the bootstraps. Right. Subtracting electricity, gas, and other bills, my annual income will be negative. Because I come from a family that is neither rich nor named Trump, I will likely have to drop out of my PhD program, eliminating all the hard work of the past five years I've done to get myself to this point. There are gra- mm-hmm. several graduate students like me, and if they drop out of graduate programs, only the rich will be able to attend those programs, perpetuating the rift of income inequality of this nation. Nation. Derek, All right. Thank you so much for writing in. This is a problem of that. This is a, a consequence of the tax bill that is not getting anywhere near enough attention. I mean, you want to talk about brain drain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about people, the America being dumber. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is absolutely it. This is uh, this is the elite making everything more elite. They're right. making it where actual so, academia so is be- impossible to reach for people in even middle class. This is a middle class guy. And it's yeah, making totally. it impossible. Can you imagine right. how hard it is for lower class people? Absolutely. Well, and 50,000 people, uh, $50,000 is a it's a strange number cuz you really are in that complete gray area. The very least, if you are extremely low income, you are maybe more eligible to grant for grants and things like that. This guy, th- these are the people that are forgotten. Yeah, the fifty k just trying to succeed. Those are the people. That's why we have the disparity and the erosion of the middle class, the disparity of wealth, and the erosion of the middle class. This is exactly why. Yeah. So, uh, so in this case, I guess um, the wave tuition as an uh, as a taxable income. So that tuition should be a taxable income. Yeah. Okay, so that needs to stay. All right, there that is. Well, thank you so much, Derek, for writing in, and that's an interesting personal perspective. All this stuff, it does, it affects our lives, uh, whether it be net neutrality or obviously the uh, the Republican uh, House tax bill. It'll change a lot in the Senate, and we'll have to see what goes on um, and how they alter it. But my goodness gracious, the Republican Party, I don't know. They just don't give a fuck about any of us, and you know, and this but, is also there, this is the, also uh, a consequence of Republican anti-intellectualism as well. You know, they look at them, grad students, fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck grad students. You know, fuck any cor- well, for any certain sort jobs. You uh, have to go to grad school. Yeah, and I certain- want my doctor to be a grad school graduate. <laughs> I, I like that idea. Yeah, I mean, and I guess there will still be there still going to be people going to grad school. It's just you know, it, it's they're making it. Harder and harder, if not impossible, mm. uh, to live the American dream of pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. Upward you know, they're, mobility. They're making it where they're cutting the bootstraps completely. They're yep. taking away the boots. Pull yourself up from the heel. <laughs> Upward mobility is uh, is getting lost, and we cannot have that happen. It's like, uh, did you see the clip of the Japanese game show Soapy Stairs? No. <laughs> It's incredible. <laughs> they they wear <laughs> it's soapy stairs. So it, I mean, it's, it's probably it the greatest. Exactly what it. I, I bet yeah. it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> um, but upward mobility uh, used to be a thing in this country, and we've got to get it back. And that was why we were able to navigate the internet waters. Mm-hmm. And if they uh, if they you know change course, change the tides on that, God knows what. Yeah. So, all right. And of course, uh, also, we didn't even get into the LeVar Ball feud with Trump versus LeVar Ball, the, the father of LiAngelo Ball, I'm, the father of Lonzo Ball. He saved three um, kids who shoplifted at a Louis Vuitton store in China, five to 10 years imprisonment. Uh, they did thank him. And Donald Trump did a nice thing. But then, uh, of course, uh, he requested them to thank him on Twitter. So uh, he's still just a child. It's a smokescreen. It's a total. Well, it was a nice thing to do. They were facing significant time. Well, his response to this, this is a, a total distraction. This is a complete and total distraction. That's exactly what this is. Do not fall for it. 
Keep your eye on the prize here. Keep your eye on the ball. All this shit, all these arguments, all this little petty bullshit that he does, this is a distraction. He may not know he's being a distraction, but the people who are actually making shit happen, they are using it as a distraction. It's look over there, look over there, and don't pay attention to what we're actually doing here. Um, Also, yes, and now North Korea has officially been put on a list of a state that sponsors terrorism, which will change how the military is able to address North Korea and what's happening. But I'm happy those those three kids are back. Uh, also, I want to say there's an ex-Ball State football player who is currently being held in China and has been uh, for 14 months uh, for a crime that he did not commit. Uh, it would be nice if he could come back. Uh, let me just find his name here. 14 months in China. Uh, that sounds awful, doesn't it? 14 months in China? In a uh, in a Chinese prison. Yeah, that in sounds a Chinese horrific. You know, if you look back, by the way, and, you know, listen to Otto Warmbier's father talking about when he met Otto Warmbier uh, when he saw him for the first time. It is Eli Roth levels of horrific. Um, did you find it, Marcus? Antoine Brown. There it is. So get, a, get him out as well. There's people held overseas uh, that should not be. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Find everyone. Uh, Marcus is on Twitter at Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Um, anything else? I mean, that's really kind of it. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a world. We'll be fine here. Uh, Donald Trump has said that he's going to look back into the uh, into the elephant hunting, big game hunting thing. Uh, so we'll have that story coming up. And uh, oh, my goodness. We'll just keep following it here on Abling and Stop At. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in and for listening. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And I would say, you know, it's you know, people don't want to talk about politics. There was a poll out said one in three people are going to actively avoid it. But if you talk about sports, you're going to be talking about politics. <laughs> They're in every. I think the only thing you can talk about is true crime. So go let your family know everything you know about Dean Coral and Jeffrey Dahmer, and they're, you're going to be the life of the party. Yeah, yeah. It's 2017. Yeah, that's it, man. That's all we got. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, bye. Hey, Mom. First things first, thank you. It's my one-year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, Mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost.